0: The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up and listen in. Be inspired. Good afternoon, friends. How are you going? Jamie Milne here from The Real Jamie Milne Podcast. I'm currently chiming in from the bench press in my gym with one of my last uh, large volume training sessions for my Guinness World Record strict pull-up attempt on Monday the 16th of December. I'm currently three and a half hours deep into this pull-up session doing seven or six reps every minute on the minute. So I apologize for the uh, shitty sound quality um and i'm also doing pull-ups as we speak so every minute it will sound like i'm up to no good but i'm actually uh, just doing uh some chin-ups some pull-ups look i wanted to talk to you today very quickly about my perception on the psychology of staying staying positive and trying to stay happy, I suppose, in today's tangled world of chaos and stress and intensity and anxiety. Now, I'm not a mental health care professional by any means, but I am a person, I would compare myself very, very closely and very similar to the ocean. You know, the ocean can be chaotic and it can be calm and that is certainly a way I would describe myself and for those of you that don't know I have a fantastic small business a strength and conditioning facility on the Sunshine Coast um, and that has a lot of moving parts we have 149 members which can sometimes mean 149 different conversations with 149 different people in any given day and anything from what to eat, how to sleep, how to manage stress, how to do a power snatch, how to get a triple extension and how to count calories. So it's a, it's a real full on existence and then sometimes it's not. But I think a few things that I use to try and maintain a positive mindset because I think being a bit of a fucking negative Nelly and a bit of a sulky Sam is never going to work very well and it's especially not going to work well if you have to work with other human beings. And doing the adulting and the humaning when you are a sorry sack of spuds um, is really, really difficult. So, if my little three tips can help you, um, and support you, and guide you, and enable you to be a little bit happier, a little bit more positive, even in the chaotic times of life, then uh, this podcast has been a great success. It's only going to be a really, um, it's only going to be a really short one, but hopefully this will help. So, three little tips to maintain positivity and happiness and the chaos of fucking life. And I think one of the first steps is to be aware and try and eliminate the negative self-talk and quite possibly the quickest and easiest way to get massive changes. And the result of our lives is by changing our self-talk. Now we can't control how we think um, or you know, what goes through our mind all the time. In fact, it's almost impossible because the thoughts come in thick and heavy and they come in every day and your mind will wander and the fucking little peanut thing that's about a millimeter away from a chimpanzee will do it as it pleases sometimes. And when you become tired and fucking knackered from life and from family and from work and from, you know, all of those things, it is really, really easy to get distracted just like I am doing these little pull ups here. So how, what do we do about the negative self talk? I mean, to, to start with negative self chatter, um, and that little monkey brain of ours, you know, is the biggest killer of our dreams. It's not the fucking economy. It's not, you know, it's not our parents. It's not our the school that we went to. It's not your fucking uncle's fault. It's not any of those things, in my opinion, most of us have had pretty average if fucking at best upbringings. So I mean yes, that causes damage and I'm sure for some people, you know they've had some horrific experiences, but it's there it, it comes a point in time in adulthood and something that I've had to address is that you got to take responsibility for it and you've got to try and work with it with the, the, the best that you possibly can. Um, yeah, not not easy but certainly something that we have to sort of own and, and take charge of. So if we think of our mind, right, the little, the little voices in our head that we have that help us sort of regulate and recalibrate decisions and things like that, if you think of it like a garden, you know, you've got all sorts of fucking shit growing in a garden if you don't take control of that garden. So you've got bad weeds and you've got, you know, and you've got flowers, and you can choose which one you're going to water and which one you're going to give attention. And it's like there's a, famous, um, there's, a, there's a famous saying, and it's called I am, two of the most powerful words. The two of the most powerful words in the human vocabulary are I am, because for what you put after them shapes your reality. So you decide you know, what it is or how it is you're going to be. The thing with negative self-talk and the thing with feeling like shit and miserable and fucking woe is me is that it's really hard. It's It's a process. You know, happiness is a process. Gratefulness and gratitude is a process. It's not an event. So you don't sort of wake up in the morning at point A, miserable as fuck. Just like you're going to have more fun watching the grass grow than going out there and actually enjoying life. And then you don't just all of a sudden end up at point B and go, Fucking hell, point A, I'm fucking watching the grass grow and I'm hating life. And all of a sudden I'm at point B, I'm happy and I'm grateful. Fuck, winning. It doesn't work like that. It's a process. Now, there's one, I've, I identified this and it took me a while to figure that out. I'm a slow learner. And I thought, I hear all these people talking about gratitude and gratefulness and being happy. And I thought, how the fuck do you do that all the time? So I came up with this little method. So I meditate in the morning, right? And I sit in the shower. I'm fucking covered in raspberry and cream body wash. And I sit in the bottom of my shower. I've just finished scrubbing me bits and pieces. And the John Thomas has been cleaned. And I'm sitting there and i start my meditation i do some nasal breathing i do some heavy breathing and i think of three things that i'm grateful for but the funny thing when i first started doing this right the gratitude the, the gratitude components the things that i was making myself be grateful for seemed superficial they're not obviously superficial but they were the first things that spun to my mind so it's like um grateful for my children awesome I am grateful for my children's mothers. They're awesome too. I'm grateful for the gym. And it's like, ah, cool. Gratitude done and moving on. From his next day, I sit there and I think, well, yeah, I am grateful for them, but I can't be fucking grateful for the same thing every single day. Um, so I've got to start thinking. And then over uh, over a few weeks, the gratitude, the things that I was grateful for and the things that I was like really happy to have in my life, I started to go a little bit deeper. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm actually pretty fucking grateful on my life. because some people that I've grown up with and people that I know, they're no longer on this planet anymore. They're off doing something else. And I am you know, nearly 41 and I'm fit and healthy and I've got this heart beating in my fucking rib cage and the little pricks like a German hard house trance dance party go in the clappers. So that means I'm still alive. So that means that I've woken up and I'm blessed with another day and I'm breathing. So I'm pretty fucking grateful for that. And other things that I'm grateful for is that I haven't drank any alcohol for nearly uh, nearly, four months. So it's like, fuck. I'm not poisoning myself with alcohol. I'm really fucking grateful for that. And so the things start to become a little bit deeper. After I do my little gratitude list, I then move on to three things that I want to achieve in a day. And that gives me laser-like fucking focus. I end up getting really obsessed with what it is I want to achieve today. And some of those things are like, I just want to fucking get out there and be really fucking useful, be really helpful. guide people, help people, show them and teach them and nurture them on how to be healthy and how that works. You know, that's a really awesome privilege and a blessing to be able to be in an industry where I can do that. And some of the other things that I try and kick goals, it's like I want to try and be honest and integral all day. You know, try and say things exactly how they are, not worse than they are, not less than they are, like things like that. And even like business things and spending time with the children. Like, what do I want to give the children? Do I, do I want to teach them about the ocean? Do I want to actually physically spend time not being on my phone and distracted? So I think about these things and I think about, so I think three things that I'm grateful for, three things that I want to achieve in the day, and then I finally finish with a small prayer. Now, I believe there is a divine higher power, something that I don't necessarily understand. But the fucking Jews, the Buddhists, the Catholics, the Christians, the Anglicans, the Protestants and the Hindus, they can't all be wrong. Everybody's praying to something. So thousands of people are praying to something and there's got to be something there. And at the end of the day, I think it's just nice to be grateful. And maybe, you know, if somebody's having a hard time that I know, it's like, you know, if there's someone out there, can you take care of Bob? And make sure Bob's give him some give them some support and help Bob through these trying times. So eliminating the self-talk, uh, negative self-talk is one of the key components to the psychology of having a great life and keeping positive and happy. The next thing that I, that I try to, um, the next thing that I do, sorry, the next, the next thing that I, I work really hard to implement is I try to eliminate the word try, <laughs> <laughs> I just contradicted myself, but I I work really hard to either do something or don't do it. Either do it, you say you're gonna do, or don't. As Yoda said from Star Wars, oh, do or do not. There is no try, because try denotes failure." And I experience that a lot in my industry. And it helps me as well. So when people are like, you know, oh, I'm trying to give away the booze, but I just can't help it. And next minute, you know, you're fucking face first and a bottle of Pinot Gris on a Saturday night and, and away you go. You know, I tried to quit smoking. I tried to lose weight. You wouldn't believe it. You know, I all I eat is chicken and salad and, you know, maybe a few almonds on a Sunday afternoon. It's like fucking hell, man. You eat four chickens and fucking, you know. So anyway, try oh, Try is like giving up instantly, and I'm guilty of it many times. And this is what I was saying. This is my experience. I don't know whether it's right or whether it's wrong, but I noticed that when I've reflected on my past, that when I would say to people like, oh, yeah, I'll try and get to this meeting or I'll try and go to the accountant, try, try, gives us an excuse. It gives us a, a... a reason to fail. It makes it okay because we think, well, I fucking haven't really quite committed. I've just kind of given myself a get out of jail free card. And the problem with the try the word try is usually it's something that we need to implement it's something that we need to do it's something that's going to benefit us but it's dressed up as hard work so think about the the person that loves the cigarettes person that loves smoking weed the person that loves the friday afternoon skewies with a chicken palmy. and uh you know getting enthusiastic and involved with their friends and socializing on a saturday they know it's detrimental to their health they know it's detrimental to their mental health and their well-being but they're like Ah, fuck, I'll try and give the booze away. So if you have a little think about when you use the word try, as it's been in the past for me, it's usually something that I need to address and something that I need to implement. And a good way of perhaps thinking of this is that persistence will beat the resistance. So instead of just try, it's literally like Nike said, just do it, or as we will say here on the Real Jamie Milne podcast, just shut the fuck up and do it. And I I need to take that advice as well. So eliminating the word try from your vocabulary is a really, really good start. And just thinking to yourself, deciding, am I going to do it or am I not? The third and final thing to wrap up this little podcast about the psychology of you know, positivity, success, and happiness in your life and this tangled up, chaotic, full noise, anxious, and intense lives that we lead in 2019 is blame. This is a massive one. And this has been one of the biggest, biggest learnings, experiences, and, um, you know, t- things that I've had to take on board and implement in my own life in recent years. Um, I love the saying, every time you point the finger of blame at someone, you have three pointing straight back at you. And that's, that's massive, you know, learning to take full responsibility for your, for your part in this world, for everything. Everything is your fault. Everything is your responsibility. Um, And thinking of things like that, is is powerful it's potent it really really is strong you know it's strong words it's taking responsibility and eliminating the excuses um yeah it's it's absolutely crazy and when we when we take extreme responsibility as jocko willink says we really start to eliminate the you know the potential Or, you know, the outcome being, you know, branding yourself as a victim. You victimize yourself when you, you know, when you blame other people. You know, it it lessens, it takes away your power. It takes away your juice. It takes away your fucking, as we say in Maori, it takes away your mana, your pride, your inner strength when you blame other people you relinquish all of your your, all of your power all of your responsibility and all of your control it means that you make yourself a victim and you're powerless to do anything about it because you've passed it away I mean it's a reality for so many it's fucking blinding Um, and I think in large degree it it does it affects us succeeding it it affects us having a, a positive day it affects us being grateful it affects us being happy so when you think about it when you do wrong or when you have done wrong by somebody but even if you're struggling to see like how the fuck can that be my fault that is that that's their fault you know how i can't see where i am to blame if you actually take that time and have a look you actually realize that there is in amongst there somewhere yes it may not be in large degree your fault but it um you will certainly have a role in whatever that that um that outcome would be. Um, I know it sounds harsh at first, but um if you look deep, deep deep inside your soul, you'll you'll know you'll find it to be true. So oh, there we go. That was all a bit full on, wasn't it? Um I, I remember I read um uh, read a quote well what was it called I think it was from the Dalai Lama when you think everything is someone else's fault, you will suffer a lot. When you realise that everything springs only from yourself, you will learn both peace and joy. And I think it would be safe to say, I'm pretty sure that was the Dalai Lama, I think it would be safe to say that, you know, all of us want some peace. All of us want some peace of mind, some joy and some happiness. And I don't know, you know, in fact, I, I really hope and I sincerely wish that these three little, these three little tips um, to perhaps influence your day-to-day mindset, psychology, how you view your day. I mean, like I said, I'm not a mental health care professional, but if it helps in any shape or form to bring some sunshine into your day, you know, it makes you address the negative self-talk, the negative self-chatter, um, because we all have it. If we look at the word try and we think, how often do I use that word try and, and what is after it? I'm going to try to go to the gym in the morning or I'm going to try and give up alcohol, you know, eliminating that word try and also looking at blame, starting to take extreme responsibility, ownership for our lives and the roles that we play. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that it's helped you today. Thank you for tuning in to the Real Jamie Milne podcast. There's going to be a little bit of radio silence coming up as I prepare for the 24-hour Guinness World Record attempt. I hope you have a cracking week and go out there, be amazing, be useful, be helpful, and remember, eliminate that negative self-chatter, ditch the word try, and take extreme responsibility and fuck off the blame. Take care team The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast